Good day, and let us spin you a cracking yarn. Four bonds of mates on a ripper adventure through fantasy Australia, where every bugger wants to kill your face. It's Dungeons and Dragons, except down under, we call it Dungeons and Drongos. Dunnies, dingoes, drop in. to your pumpkins listeners we have got a very special spookaroo episode for the end of october around the room can i please get your name character race class and i want to know what gives your character the willies all right i'm suzanne i am bitch elf mackenzie the wizard and uh she is terrified of poor people Oh, God, I know what that's like. They smell like cabbage. <laughs> I'm Zach, um, tiefling fighter plank, and I'm scared of wombangers. Ooh, you saw a corpse of a wombanger a few episodes ago. You weren't and afraid of it. Me. But now you're afraid of it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And over here, the little the little fella. Hey, I'm Paris. I play Gade, the halfling ranger, um, who was quite fearless up until a few weeks ago when she met Channing Taters. And he haunts her dreams. You're frightened of you frightened of uh, the character Channing Taters or just into who played him? A bit of both. <laughs> I hear you. I felt I felt it. It was too real. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. Hard one to read. Weird sort of toxic energy as well. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was like a dark cloud over the table. But it's okay. We're all friends. It's the original tree today. So yes, to recap, what happened last time? Oh, all kinds of shit. Um, this has been was... our first two-week break, by the way, so we're, we're getting accustomed to this again. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally trying to gather my memory of We went to the Barney Dome. Oh, that's right. We did. There was we the Barney to... Dome, and there was Battling Babies, and there was... And you guys were... Tur- it turned out that the Barney Dome, the missing babies, which Channing was accused of eating, mm-hmm. turned out they had been taken by the men of the town... And were being used in illegal baby fights yeah, in the was, Barney Dome, which was, was the main yeah. source of income. And you guys were turned into babies, and yes. yet you chose to beat up uh, some babies yes. anyway. While we were yeah. babies, which no. means it's okay. No, but they were actual babies, and you still had your faculties and should have known better. Know I checked out. Frank <laughs> checked out. <laughs> On the car ride home, I was like, what got into me? <laughs> I was like, who am I? <laughs> what am I become? <laughs> What have you done to me, D&D? Well, <laughs> look, what better time then than the spookiest time of the year than to press that particular button further <laughs> and to find out just oh who the three of you are, what you're capable of, and what you can become on the spookiest night ever. Ooh. Ooh. I, just felt a, I just felt a chill. So wherever you are, <laughs> dim the lights. That, that's it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, we don't go in for all the trappings here in fancy Australia. No, well, in Australia, we don't really celebrate Halloween. Plus, we're recording in September. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I've got a very spooky thing planned for you. As always, you have no idea what's about to happen. Uh, we'll be a two-parter. It'll go into next week. So, let's uh, kick it off, this little adventure. So, are we ready for the opening pros? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then let's uh, go for it.
In the Forgotten Realms, that's where real Dungeons and Dragons takes place, <laughs> the tenth month of the year is called Marpanoth, a colloquially known as Leaffall, which is incredibly Northern Hemisphere centric. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the exotic southern island of fantasy Australia, the leaves are spurting lustfully out of branches and the days are getting warmer. And it is a particularly warm evening that finds you uh, and your pie wagon slash mystery machine basking on the side of a dusty, rarely used road that cleaves through the dense West fantasy Australian bush. Preparations are underway because the end of Marpanoth also marks the pagan festival that is known locally as Spookaroo. Now, not many people in the South really understand Spookaroo. Any traditions have been passed along word of mouth, and some of the details have no doubt been lost in translation over the years. Your country folk, however, enjoy any excuse to piss it up, to wear crazy costumes, break into strangers' houses and steal their food, Uh, They carve dicks in pumpkins, they carve dicks in watermelons, Uh, they carve dicks in cattle, they stick dicks in pumpkins, Uh, they stick dicks in watermelons, they stick dicks in cattle, and that's just the women. And it's for all these reasons, plus a purported rise in supernatural activity, demons, devilry, witchcraft, dark rituals and murder, that makes Spookaroo by far the spookiest night of the calendar year. But your handsome, charismatic manager, Wenzo, has insisted that you celebrate, for this is your first spookaroo together. And he's now dressed as a devil in a red suit with a pair of freshly salvaged, uh, still bleeding animal horns roped to the top of his head. Don't know how you feel about that appropriation plank. Um, And he has put together a makeshift barbecue on which a dozen fat prawns are sizzling away. And he jovially nurses a beer and declares that the festivities must commence. So I ask the three of you, how are you planning to celebrate your first spookaroo? Well, I've fashioned myself a costume Very good. of a pie bug. Oh, <laughs> lovely. It's beautiful. It's light blue. It's pretty badly put together. But uh, I feel like it gets the message across. Hmm. That I like insects and food. Has little Beefy got a costume, do you think? Is this one of those things where you're doing like a duo costume? Like, is he dressed as you? Uh, I haven't actually seen him. Once he saw my costume, there was an awkward moment where we stared at each other. And then he has just been avoiding me all night. And then he got shy and ran away. Feels better about appropriating your look. (laughs) uh, Because you have appropriated little Beefy's look. So that's okay. Uh, what about uh, Bitch Elf Mackenzie? Bitch Elf Mackenzie um, is not terribly personally invested in this. Um, but That's she a had... shocker. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> um, so she's basically um, put on like an orange dress and has like some vines in her hair. And if anyone asks, she says she's a fucking pumpkin, obviously. All and right. sits in the corner with a glass of wine. Wenzo Winks, you've got an interesting night ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> I totally pictured Mackenzie as like this was her night to be like a slutty something. Uh, a slutty pumpkin. A uh, slutty pumpkin? No, it's just a dress. <laughs> well, I don't think uh, she thinks all that much of her prospects here. <laughs> considering that her body type is the least pumpkin like. I know. Uh, that yeah. she is um, pretty much two-dimensional mm-hmm. from the like side. Bit of a flat Stanley. Yeah, bit of a carrot, bit of a, uh, maybe a pumpkin a few weeks into November. Mm. (laughs) 
rotten to the core. Rotten to the core. <laughs> Hollowed and, out. <laughs> and good day. Mm-hmm. Well, this is my first Halloween, like, ever. Um, so a lot of things are kind of exciting and new. And I just got the memo to, like, dress as something scary. And I didn't learn from my lesson last time by dressing as something that was, you know, right in front of me. And I dressed as Mackenzie because she terrifies me. <laughs> but I also stole her clothes. Mm. And they're like a foot long <laughs> of my little hands. Wenzo's like, Mackenzie, you're looking a lot better than usual. <laughs> you look great. What have you done? New hairstyle? You look fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a five-year-old wearing her mom's clothes. <laughs> Where's that horse face Mackenzie? Perhaps we can uh, lure her out with this old carrot over here. What's Wenzo dressed as? A devil. Oh, that's right. Yes. It was thoroughly under... Those vines aren't going into your ears or anything, are they, love? Shut up, Wenzo. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, prawns for everyone. Um, eating prawns, drinking beer. Any games, any traditions, anything you want to bring over to this little barbecue? Plank has a Ouija board, Ooh. but um, very good. he's just using cantrips to tell people they're dickheads. <laughs> so, there's no actual communication so, so to the dead. Like, I'm like, so, g'day, look at this, like, you dickhead. <laughs> and then that's it. Then I have a good laugh and then I walk off. Any questions you ask it? The Ouija board? Yeah. Who's a dickhead? Is g'day a dickhead? Is Mackenzie a dickhead? <laughs> Just a lot of dickhead-related so questions. <laughs> I, Sorry, yes, please. Well, um, Wenzo um, requested that we bring a game, and I heard of this thing called Mystery Bowls, where you put spooky things in a bowl. Oh, and then you have to... Stick your hand in. Yeah. Um, but again, a bit lost in translation. Um, instead of putting things that felt like spooky things, I've just filled bowls with spiders, snakes, like actual eyeballs and i'm not telling anyone where i got them from so. oh that one's still got teeth <laughs> yes that, that was a nasty nip i do feel a little bit woozy <laughs> oh, might have to suck the venom out of that one uh, any other things you'd like to, to bring to the table uh no that's everyone well, thank, thanks for your preparation, Mackenzie. <laughs> Mackenzie had a plan, but because um, there is stuff that happens um, at, in her home territory that gets trotted out at Spookaroo, but she's thinking maybe it won't be something that she does with this crowd. We're not worthy. Uh, no, no, it's just a little bit, uh, bit racist. So maybe Probs best. Probs for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, Maybe no, when I'm drunker. November, we have the uh, the racist festival. That's true. So, in which case, I'm going to be totally prepared for that. Yeah, one. we'll do that then. Um, I've got a I've got a big old cross out the back. I've been wanting to burn for a while. So, hey, look, totally different meaning here in fantasy Australia. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, so, yeah, you know, you're all having a beer, you're having having some prawns, you're having a, a nice relaxing time. And can uh, can we get a perception roll, please? Natural 20. First roll of the night. 20. Wow. Not natural. <laughs> 12. Ooh, an unnatural 20. <laughs> Seems perfect for spook. 
that's better than a natural 20 right now. I've won the game. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end. Thank one. Uh, Thank you, everybody. So, uh, G'day, you are no doubt the first to notice then. Uh, Maybe it's due to your proximity to the ground too. But um, a kind of fog is rolling in to the clearing from down the road. A, A sort of thick mist which is very unseasonable for this time of year Mm. and uh plank with your unnatural 20 (laughs) you you get a bit of an unnatural chill (laughs) down your spine and it was quite warm before you know probably had the stubbies probably had the armpits out but uh now you're all beginning to feel a little bit cold okay oh golly um mackenzie kind of burrows into her horrible orange dress a bit more (laughs) and kind of goes what the fuck is that Uh, i could be wrong but it looks like some kind of mysterious fog mackenzie and as you say that the uh, i assume it's a like it's a little glass on your ouija board yeah um it starts to shudder and then it just flies off the board and smashes onto the floor onto Mm. the ground fuck Mm. that wasn't me i'm a lot more stable than that I've only had 17 beers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, you're minus 17 to all rolls uh, going forward. And um, I, we, we never really talked totally conclusively after that you guys got the Chatterpillars about how they worked, but I would assume that um, you probably don't want the experience of um, pulling the caterpillars out of your ears and then putting them back in all the time. Mm-hmm. They, they, these little buddies probably just nestle in there and sleep. Yeah. And um, there's a sort of piercing sound which starts coming through all of the caterpillars in the group. Um, if people miss that episode, and you shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> the, the group is able to communicate through a kind of a fantasy Bluetooth system, which are little caterpillars that live in their ears. And these caterpillars can uh, communicate telepathically with other caterpillars. So um, that, that are sort of attuned to each other. And, and the four of you have attuned, uh, I'm including Wenzo in this, have these attuned caterpillars. So... Um, this uh, message comes through. It's quite distant, and um, there's a lot of feedback and a lot of sort of... Uh, you guys wouldn't know anything about static, but uh, that that kind of feeling of, like, old leaves crumpling together, everything sort of distorted and weird. And it's a female voice, a crackly female voice that goes, Help us! Save us! Solve the mystery! Save the town! Ask for Shirley! <laughs> Shirley! Shirley! <laughs> Wenzo pulls his caterpillar out and goes, Piece of shit! <laughs> Anybody else get that? I can't believe I paid a thousand gold for these! Yeah. Maybe we should just like pack up the van and move a bit further up where there's like no fog and weirdness. <laughs> just Could do, yes! <laughs> It's a solid plan. <laughs> Though, um, look, a lot of people would just up and move. Yeah. And you can certainly try this. Yeah. But, but there was a key word in that message, a key word that gets the three of your blood pumping. Mystery. She said hello to me. Shirley. <laughs> Mystery. G'day has got it. Good old G'day. Thank you. Old reliable G'day. <laughs> a mystery. There is a mystery to be solved. 
True. It's not that we care about helping people. We just love solving mysteries. You love solving mysteries. <laughs> like, that is your job. Mm-hmm. Let's you be like honest. A good mystery. We started painting it on the side of the pie wagon. Yeah, but yeah. it just says Miss. Yes. <laughs> Miss Pie Wagon. Yes. <laughs> Miss B. <laughs> we started both ends, so it just says Missing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So, so what, are you, what are you guys going to do? Oh, okay. Look, I've got a spell called Gust of Wind. I'm going to try and disperse some of this weirdness. Okay. Oh, God, I've got to remember how to D&D. Mm-hmm. How do I D&D? Uh, all right. Um, 17, I guess it's an attack against this... You're attacking bomb. the mist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was between, like, Mackenzie in her yellow dress. Just wafting being, like, it. Fucking fight me. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of wine at this point. <laughs> all right. I'm so, a fight anything. So your gust of wind goes out. It, um, you know, moves the fog. How strong is this gust of wind? It's very strong. It's a line of strong wind, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide, blasting away from me in a direction that I specify. So um, out into the road in front yep. from the source of the mist. Mm-hmm. So um, you do that, the mist kind of momentarily disperses just in that channel where the wind goes flying through, branches crack, leaves come down from the trees, uh, the wind clears, there are a couple of dazed possums and <laughs> birds laying on their backs with uh, wide eyes looking completely fucked up, and um, then the mist closes in and takes up the shape that it, it has just disappeared from. Oh shit, it's and on. It's even uh, thicker than before. God. I, I pull out my a fucking spell slot on that. <laughs> I use my double hand axes to attack the mist. <laughs> okay, I'm going to save you the effort of rolling. Uh, the mist does not give a shit. <laughs> All right, so Guys, I can't get it. <laughs> We're so never going to win. You did good plank. You did good. Um, well, if the Shirley can talk to us, can we talk back to Shirley? We can try. Okay. Shirley, do you have a caterpillar in your ear and can you hear me? <laughs> Help us. Apparently so. Save us. Solve the mystery and save the town. Love, ask for Shirley. Shirley, to was, the town. Now, was that the exact same message? Well, pretty much. It's slightly different. Slightly different. All and right, then, so it's not like an automated. Through the mist, in the distance. You never saw this before. There is a glowing light. Mm. The light of some sort of settlement that you had not noticed before that is down there in the fog. Ooh. Guys, this is fucked. Maybe if we breathe in the mist. Oh, Wenzo puts the cat caterpillar back in. He's like, just fucking go to the town. Yeah. I was <laughs> Come on, guys. All right. I so wonder. 19 into the minutes mist. in. Fucking get down there and solve that mystery. <laughs> so right. he, he bustles you all into the pie wagon. Is Wednesday coming? And you, well, he's going to drive the, the pie wagon okay. down to the, the, the gate. So the, the mist is, is thicker and thicker. And, and as you sort of progress, the only thing that is really guiding you is this beacon of sort of yellowish light. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's just starting to, to, the sun's just about to go down, but, um, yeah, so it's getting thick, it's getting colder, it's getting more hostile. And, um, you turn up to the, the, the edge of this town and there is a, um, decrepit, decaying wooden sign, um, that says the town of Gunnakarkit. <laughs> <laughs> Ominous. <laughs> 
Um, and, and Wenzo's like, that's odd. It doesn't appear on any of my uh, maps. What a surprise. Very st- strange, isn't it, Mackenzie? <laughs> Very unusual indeed. It's, it's like some kind of spookery miracle. A lot of mysterious things are happening this spookery, aren't they, Mackenzie? Coincidence? Mm. I'm not sure. Sounds to me like a bit of a mis... Oh, that's what, that's what she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I get it. Now I'm on the same page. Well, go on, get in there, solve it. All right, all right. I'm going to stick my head out of the side of the van and cast a, um, a arcana check on the fog. It's not really magic as such. i got a roll for that kind of information. Yeah, okay, well, go on. Thank you. <laughs> Natural 20. It's not really magic. <laughs> as such. I need more than that. For a 20, I've got to have more than that. Um, you don't see that, like, magic... As such is taking place. <laughs> I, like, like, I'm gonna, like, it, like it's, I'm sorry, I threw I, it's, a really strong okay. spell at it. Well, is super, supernatural stuff magic? Yes. Is it more like a fog? Okay, well, it's a, like a supernatural mist. Okay, what yeah. kind of magic? Spoopy magic. Spoopy. <laughs> That's not how that works. Plank jumps out straight into the mist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Starts come. screaming the name Charlotte. Nope, Shirley. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> okay, the the gate to the town creaks open by itself, <laughs> and um, you see that the light is coming from a building in the centre of the town, a kind of warehousey looking building. Now there are people in this town. You will see the odd, for pale frightened face as people sort of start to go into their houses and close the doors and pull curtains and shut latches and things. Mm. That's pretty fucking unhospitable. I don't think any of them were Charlotte. And there's also a statue of, I don't think anybody Charlotte, and there is a statue (laughs) of a man in the centre of the town right in front of this building which is um, where the light is glowing. Is that Shirley? Well, would you like to investigate? Who the fuck mm. is Shirley? I want to investigate said statue. Cool. Does it? Ha- I'll roll and see if it has a plaque or something. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, I don't think you have to roll for that. I mean, it does have one. Okay. And, and they didn't hide it up his bum hole. Or anything, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I don't they, know. They, they want people to I'm see it. I'm not a great what is reader. Up his bum hole, though? <laughs> read it. Well, you, it that could, you'll have to roll. It could theoretically for. be plaque, like a little high up off the ground. Yeah. No, no, just right, right at a, a good spot for you, G'day. Perfect. So um, it's a, a sort of old um, blackened statue now. It's got, like, a lot of chips taken out of it, um, dried bird shit. It hasn't been cared for at all. Um, and it's got the word thief painted across the chest of it. Is the paint fresh? No, it's not. And uh, the plaque says um, that this is a famous baker who uh, resided in the town, um, who was sort of, uh, in some ways, the patron of the town. And uh, his name is Solomon Brumby. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. Um, So many layers. What a dense and rich world. I, I know. Like, 
This is an art. What, what is happening here? So well, you guys have seen nothing yet. This is an adventure that is gonna <laughs> curl your straight Wait, it gets hairs. better than Solomon yeah, Bundy. Yeah, that's just Shit. the. That's the, that's the, that's the <laughs> Do we need to provide some context for that's our? That's the tip, my babies. Our American friends. No, that's why we've got a wiki that no one uses. Okay, <laughs> and Google. And Google, right? yeah, Google Brumby's Bakery. <laughs> there you go. Well, warehouse with a light. Should we head there? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Now, in terms of thick fog, if we're like an approximate meter from each other, can we still see each other? Yeah, it's okay in the in the town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, um, it's still there. It's hanging there. If you can imagine any source of light, it's sort of creepily diffused through this fog. And, um, yeah, the, the warehouse is just behind this sort of building. It's just behind the statue. And um, just as you approach the wrought iron gates, which again look sort of disused and abandoned, and have the letters S B. Have to think about that. S B um, intricately on the gates, and just as you're, you're about to go in, um, a pale young woman with a headscarf comes, um, sort of. Cautiously coming up to the gates and lays a bouquet of lilies by the side of the gate. Looks at you and starts to head away. Oi, 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 come back. Shirley, Shirley! No, I'm not Shirley. What's your name? My name's Charlotte. Oh, we found her, guys. (laughs) Charlotte, we're here to save you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean any fuss. No, no, we're not trying to cause any fuss. But why did you put some flowers down here? Oh, uh, they're for my um, great-uncle who who disappeared here many years ago now. Your great-uncle, Solomon Brumby? No, 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 miss. He he worked for Solomon Brumby. Okay. His name was uh, Richard Dixon. (laughs) (laughs) Dixon, sure. (laughs) Okay, of course. Well, if that'll be all, Miss, I, I shouldn't be around once the sun Do goes down. Do you know down. Shirley? Particularly not on... on, on uh, sh- no, I've never heard of Shirley. Her face starts to look a, a bit paler at that. And she was already pretty pale. So you can I see... I don't some believe of the, you. You can see some of the wall behind her. Grab her by the scruff oh, of her oh, shirt. Oh, oh, oh. Well, what you, why are you ravaging me, you, you handsome big red man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean... Oh, my bodice is popping. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Oh, look, it just, it just, it just ripped wide open. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Maybe I could... Oh, I'll so, take you home. Like, I'm, so, like... I'm so milky wide. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Guys, I need both of you to leave. <laughs> no, no, this is crazy. Not on Spookaroo. It's too spooky. I must be home. My, 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 my family will be, be, be very worried. About my ever shifting accent. <laughs> Guys, I think I'm in love. And she, and she runs away into the mist. Okay, I reckon we should check out this warehouse. Let's do it. Okay, so um, it, it's a big, heavy door. But the moment you sort of... Oh, Wenzo's not with you, right? It's just the three of you. We should have established no, this. No, he's back at the pie he's wagon. Back at the pie wagon. Look, could be something 
little bit spooky. I'd just better stay here and make sure that little Beefy's all right because I know he doesn't like fog. And he was he was a little bit upset at what you did, Plank, with that uh, cultural appropriation thing. That was very insensitive. That was a little bit insensitive. He's been through <laughs> yes, a lot. The poor yes, little bugger. That was a flashback to what happened before. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, I just want to give you a moment, all right? Because before you go in, I want you to think about. Uh, what items you were taking in because I don't want you all to think that you're like that trash lady in Labyrinth who has all your shit on your back you've <laughs> gathered a fair bit of stuff I don't want you pulling out oh well I've got this now I want you to think about what weapons what equipment you're taking in so just have a brief moment and through the magic of podcasting I'm going to find out what you all took what are you taking Mackenzie all right um I've got my quarter staff with me and I've got the sober goggles, yep. um, which you know reveal the truth when I wear them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got the charm of opening. Yep. Um, I'm taking the immovable rod. Anything else? Um, and I had the butt hat kind of stuffed in a pocket, and I'm taking it out and putting it on. Over your vines? Yep. Okay, that's good. You are not over-encumbered. Sweet. Plank. I am taking my double hand axes my frag grenade, and my whip. <laughs> okay, great. Any um, items or, like, do you have any magical items or trinkets or anything like that? Uh, not really. I think... S- sorry I asked. Um, <laughs> I have a cap of breathing, but um, I don't think we'll be going on the wall. All right, not taking that. Plake, you are not over-encumbered. G'day. Um, all right, I am taking my one frag grenade I have left mm-hmm. and um, my akadaka because... A lot of my weapons make noise, like my Lagophone staff jingles. That's true. And Thirsty Short Sword. Love him, but he won't shut up. He's not coming with you. No, I just feel like I need to be stealthy for some reason. All right, so you've got the Akadaka, which is your lightning bow. Yep. All right, sounds good. Uh, G'day. You are not over-encumbered. All right, so you go into the heavy doors into this dark room, and the doors close and click behind you. Oh, great. Now, you guys have dark vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's got dark vision here? I do. Yep. Because so he does. Every, every, oh, yeah. I don't think I do. No. no. So, um, you can see the outlines of... You're, you're in a central room, and um, you can see the outlines of tables and racks and storage uh, and things like that. This is the main bakery area of Solomon Brumby's bakery. But um, just as you're sort of getting used to it and starting to pick things out, I assume that these fantasy buildings are lit by lanterns. Mm -hmm. The lanterns above you start turning on one by one, but in a very specific pattern. They are essentially leading a making a corridor of light directly in front of you to a doorway which is at the end of the room. Oh, that's not sinister at all. (laughs) Guys, I think the building wants us to walk in this direction. Also, I don't have night vision, so I'd like to stay where the light is. That's true. What do you say, night vision guys? I... I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we cautiously make our way down the light corridor? Yep. Okay, so uh, it's silent. You don't hear or see anything unusual. You follow the lights, and the lights go through a small utility room and into a bathroom. And um, everything in here has a sense of neglect 
and decay. Like this hasn't been cleaned for a long time. Uh, things have not been maintained. There is dripping taps and um, cracked tiles and mildew and cobwebs. And uh, there is a, a single toilet cubicle. There's a sink. Um, there's a larger sink which has a mop in it. Um, there's a little rack of uh, where, you know, toiletries and things might have been stored. Soap, paper towels, that kind of thing. Fantasy paper towels. <laughs> and um, there is a mirror. And on the mirror, written in large letters, is for a good time say Shirley into the mirror three times. Well, no. I turn around. (laughs) Plank is not going to do it. Plank not going to do it. Plank does it. You're going to do it? Yeah, he's pretty flippant. (laughs) You are so fickle, Plank. (laughs) He walks up to the mirror. I'm looking at the man. Shirley, Shirley, Shirley. All three times just like that? Yeah, real quick. Get it out of the way. Nothing happens. Oh, sorry, guys. All right, let's. Go. And then a horrible woman's face, <laughs> an old woman's face, older, middle-aged woman's <laughs> face, like presses up against the glass, and her face has been hacked to bits. It's like a oh. messy jigsaw puzzle of slashed-up pieces, and some of the fleshy pieces on her face fall out of the mirror and clump into the sink oh. and start to like slide down towards the drain and um, as she's screaming she's trying to like hold the pieces together and try and push bits of her face together but they're falling through her fingers out of the mirror and into the sink um, this is the ghost of Shirley and ghosts have a thing called horrifying visage yes i don't know how that works because i think there's a lot of shit in this country that you see which would scare the fucking bejesus out of you but apparently even in uh dungeons and dragons everybody is scared of ghosts so Mm -hmm. there is a role here it's a dc 13 wisdom check oh i failed that's eight altogether eight so you failed by more than five five or more yeah okay so I, I, I don't want to just know if you failed. I want to know if you failed by five or more. I yep. got four and then I had a four plus. Yeah. I got 12. So I failed by one. Yep. I got 17. Okay. So. It's really um, true to character, isn't it? <laughs> Plank, you are frightened by this. Now, a, a frightened character um, has a disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while near the source of your fear. And you can't willingly move towards it. So you're sort of paralyzed by this thing. Only for a minute. Okay. Mackenzie is fucked. You (laughs) have failed by more than that. So I need you to roll a d4. Okay. Four. How old is your character? Oh, she's 65. Elf years. Yeah. Well, they're normal years, but she's like a kind of teenage elf. And how long do they live for? Oh, like 300 years? Okay. So it's not a big change, but there's a sort of feeling, a streak of white goes through your hair and you feel as though you have aged. Like you would know what an elf would look like roughly at various Mm. points. It's subtle for you, but it's 40 years Mm. of just being tacked on to your age. 
that's how frightened you were by this grisly <laughs> image that has come through the mirror. Now, this is an effect that can, if you, you're not aware of these sorts of things, um, it can be reversed, but it would need a greater restoration spell or a reversal of whatever kind of curse, unfinished ghost business uh, within 24 hours. So you now, if you want to take that 40 years off and being the vain creature that you are, mm. what, what's your character's ideal? Uh, beauty. Yep. Yeah. Um, that now, might give you more impetus to solve this thing. Now, me being like now 100 instead of 60 or whatever, I might be more beautiful than I was. Well, we you all... can't definitively say because I'm mm. older, I'm going to be uglier. Might have the Helen Mirren effect. I'm yeah. not a lawyer, but I'm <laughs> going to bring up the uh, Yoda defense. Mm. And if you remember in Phantom Menace, <laughs> Yoda, when that first puppet Yoda... Yeah. He was only, he was like 870. Mm-hmm. And then in Empire Strikes Back, he was 900. Now that's only 30 years, but he looked a lot more true weathered. He was living in a swamp. Yeah, that's true. But you've just seen a frightening ghost called Shirley. And now I'm like, oh, my costume isn't accurate anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're just, and you're just looking at this thing like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You probably think it's a little bit great. Now, which one of the three of you is more likely to know about urban legends? Who would have an interest in such things? Probably not you. No, I'd say Mackenzie. Okay, yeah, probably me. I I would think Plank. All the soldiers sitting around together? Yeah, I would think urban legends are a little bit more trashy. You know what? I imagine Mackenzie thinking they were like... Beneath her. Like silly stories. I feel like planks. I feel like they move in different circles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I agree. Don't you think like planks, like one of those dudes that has serial killer posters in his room? Like at least when he was a teenager. Oh, for sure. I think he reads Take Five. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, plank, can you do a little history check for me? Just a little one. Just DC ten. Sixteen. Yep. Yeah. Great. You're terrified, and the reason that you're terrified, the reason that you were frightened, is because you recognise this. Now, we all know in our real world, IRL, of um, the Bloody Mary mm-hmm. legend. Mm-hmm. This is someone you've heard of. This is Sausage Face Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared for Bloody Shirley. Yeah. No, it's Sausage Face <laughs> Shirley. This is a cruel thing to do to a vegetarian. (laughs) And and we've heard of stories of Sausage Face Shirley appearing in mirrors. It scares the bejesus out of kids. It scared the bejesus out of you. You're pissing a little bit. You've grown old and G'day is... uh, I don't want to tell you how you're feeling. How are you feeling, G'day? Um, More just confused. I'm pretty sure she thinks this is a prank, Mm. like like a fun house. Um, but I'm more confused about if Plank knows so much about this, why the hell did he say it in the mirror then? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I don't think you'd put it together until right now. Bear in mind, you thought it was Charlotte for a very good <laughs> Guys, period of this. Sausage face Charlotte showed up. Uh, <laughs> oh, please, love. Call me Sausage. No, Shirley's fine. Call me Shirley. I'm so glad you came. You're our only hope. Okay. Mm. Sorry we disturbed you, miss. 
No, no, I wanted you to come. Uh, We need you to to solve the mystery and bring hope back to the town. You saw the town. It's, oh, I I dread to think what state it's in. It must be falling apart. It's pretty No, it looks looks good. It's so ricky. It looks good. It's kind of gloomy, but I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't live here. How how do you think... messages. How how do you think I look then, Plank? Huh. (laughs) <laughs> you look, uh, I knew it, you're protecting my feelings The whole town is falling apart oh, You look beautiful Oh no, it's terrible It's terrible If you're going to vomit in the sink Can you just uh, not vomit on any of my face pieces In fact, can you just pass me Not you, you love You, you seem to have control of your senses can, Little one, can you just pass me that little bit of face there I yeah, must, I must look an absolute state um, you try to pick it up, and you, of course, your your fingers go straight through it. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> now you're probably wondering why I called you here on this spookiest of spooky nights. I am. Little bit. I'm quite concerned. Solomon Brumby. Yeah. Was a horrible, terrible man. He. Worked at this bakery for many a year. He owned the bakery and we all worked for him. And the things he did to us, oh my goodness, you wouldn't believe it. It would make your hair turn white. You already did that, you ghostly (laughs) bint. Oh, oh, careful, careful, gosh. We all have unfinished business with you in a minute if you keep that up. So... What I need you to do is find Solomon Brumby's treasure. Okay. Okay. Cool. When was the last time anyone saw him? Well, um, a few of us here saw him. It would be a couple of decades by now. And let's, uh, let's say it didn't work out too well. I, I should explain. What happened was that he took credit for inventing some very, very popular bakery products. You know, products that you've probably heard of, products you've probably eaten and enjoyed. But it was us, it was the staff, who we came up with the ideas and he stole our ideas and when the money came in, he kept it from us. And we all began to mysteriously disappear. That's why the town looks so shit. It used to be beautiful. It used to be absolutely lovely. So okay. if you could restore the treasure, if you could find the treasure and, and take it back to the people of the town, the, the, the families of the people who came up with these very popular bakery products, which I'm sure you've all enjoyed at some point or another. So are you saying that the treasure is a bunch of intellectual property rights? No, it's the money. It's gold. <laughs> it's the money that he earned from selling these things at our expense while we were dead and gone. Well, if you're dead, that's kind of his right. Yeah, I you kind of did work being, for him as well. Yeah, if you that is a- not an excuse to murder us. <laughs> okay, that is valid. That's wrong. I agree with yes. that. But, yes. but you were you, working he for He took him. credit for our work. He murdered us. And while our families <laughs> starved, he didn't give them any of the money. Well, were they working for him? Oh, my goodness. You guys have no heart. <laughs> it's also, a legacy thing. No, I'm going to help. I just... Guys, ghosts can't spend money, right? She wants us to give it to her family. Well, I don't know how much there is. Charlotte. Yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lady, where do we start? Tell, well, tell us where it is. 
the, 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 the story is that, that, that he kept it in his office, which is uh, if you just go back out there into the main room and it's the door on your left. Okay. But be very careful. He was a cunning bugger, that Solomon Brumby. <laughs> Has he, is he dead? Yes. How long? You sounded unsure about that, <laughs> Shirley. I'm pretty sure he... Well, you'll find out when you get in there, love. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's, so, I forgot the directions. Plank. Back to the main hole, and then left. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, just as you're about to hear out, head out, you hear a um, sort of retching kind of coming from the closed bathroom stall that goes silent again is it if that's wenzo i'm gonna punch you in the fucking face <laughs> me or wenzo wenzo okay <laughs> i walk over i kick the door i kick it so hard it flies open and shuts again <laughs> i didn't get a good look <laughs> you are none the wiser um no there is a pale, ethereal, transparent figure of a woman, her hair matted in sick, leaning over this toilet and vomiting into it, like, repeatedly. Still got it back to you. Mm. (laughs) Hitting on every woman. (laughs) It's not just women. Frank's hitting on everyone. Like, oh my, are you like okay? Equal opportunity creep. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not okay. I poke her in the back. Oh, stop that! Oh, your your foot goes straight through. Sweet. She's a ghost, guys. <laughs> yeah, look, she's just having, she's just she's just vomiting. Give her a space. It's all right. She'll be done in like thirty seconds. Hold my hair back. Uh, I try, oh, but yeah, just go straight. Yeah, yeah. straight through. Let the record show that we tried. Straight through to the vomit. <laughs> she looks back angrily over shoulder. She's a um, a dwarven lady, uh, quite a wide face, um, quite young, especially for a dwarf. And she looks at you angrily and goes, "Do you mind, please, leave me alone?" Okay, I you shut the door. Like, cool. On with the mission. Yep, okay. <laughs> so you shut the door, you hear um, the vomiting continue, yeah. and are you going out to the office? Yes, yeah. we are. Okay. So you go out the door through the into the main bakery area again, which has the channel of light, and now the lights rearrange, mm-hmm. and the light leads to the first door on the left, which is an official-looking door oak door with a dirty glass window at the top. Okay. And it uh, it looks pretty official. Alright, I don't hold an awful lot of hope, but I'm going to try and use the charm of opening on the door. Yep. Uh, the door swings open. Whee! And that's another use of the charm of opening. That's the only time I've used no, it. No, you used it. You opened the cage in the last one. What cage? Oh, when babies. you were babies. Oh, the baby cage, yes. So that's two of ten charges gone. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do I know anything else about Sausage Face, Shirley? Uh, just that the, she's like a scary ghost that appears in the mirror if you say, like, she'll come and get you. Okay. If you say her name three times. Like, like she'll kill us? In the dark. That, that's the urban legend, yeah, that she'll murder you. And that you. she's a liar because it was not a good time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we know she's a liar. And she's going to come kill us. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible combination. 
Who's going into the office first? Me. Okay, Mackenzie. You walk in. So um, this room is about, it's, it's quite a large room. It's about half the size of the main bakery area. Um, in the corner is a desk. Uh, there is a large cupboard. On one wall, there is a display table, which has a bust of the same man that you saw in the courtyard. And um, there's a small mirror on the wall. But probably the most obvious thing is there is a large chest in the center of the room, like a large treasure chest um, in the floor, on the floor in the center of the room. And just past that near the desk is the sprawled out corpse of Solomon Brumby. His face contorted into a scream, his eyes wide and his hair white. Mm, I don't trust this. Mm. Can I search his body? Yes. All right. What do I roll for that investigation? Oh, I should say one other thing. It looks like he's got a stiffy. Like <laughs> search his body. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll search his body. I'm going to search the statue. Is it the bus? Is, is it inside or in- investigation? Do they mean the same thing? Investigation. Um, okay, let's do this. DC 10. <laughs> what about a four? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you like... You see that he's got a stiffy. You miss the stiffy. <laughs> you, you like ascertain he's got a head, legs, and you're like, he's got shoes, guys, he's got shoes. <laughs> I And then you slip the and cop a boner to the eye. <laughs> the bust, yep. Um, it's got a bit of a weight to it. It's uh, the face of Solomon Grumpy. And... Uh, it, it looks like a, a normal item. There's nothing... There's no, like, secret bat switch. It's no, okay. not that you can see, no. <laughs> you, you can roll a DC 10 uh, Are you investigation. actually handling it, or are you just looking at it? He's handling it. Okay. Uh, investigation. I've rolled a 10. Yep, that's fine. Yep, um, no, you don't see anything unusual about it. Um, it, it looks like a, a, it's carved out of a solid bit of um, marble or stone. Sweet. Okay. Um, all right, Plank. Can you cantrip something over there? I can cantrip anything over where? Um, don't you have something which is like an actual physical ob- object? You can pick it up and move it? Yeah. Cool. Um, I reckon that chest is booby-trapped. Okay. I think okay. if you that... Look... Sorry, go on. The chest is the least of our problems right now. That dude's obviously been killed by a ghost mm. because of his white hair, and there's a mirror there. Something can Shirley's come in and murdered this guy. And she was all like, guys, I don't know if he's dead or alive. I don't know if he's dead or alive. Oh, he might be dead. Oh, he might be alive. Well, let's be fair. She very nearly killed me by just appearing. She pops <laughs> up into the mirror in the room and goes, I do not sound like that. And then disappears. <laughs> Jesus, bring Christ, can we not talk about her? I really don't want her to appear again. Fine. I'm not cool I'm with just, this. A little just... chunk of flesh falls out of the mirror <laughs> and onto the floor. Um, With a wet sounding splat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have a cantrip that can open things. I'll open the little crate. Oh, it's not a little crate. Okay. It's, a, it's a large, ornate treasure chest. Oh, okay. It I looks still important. Don't undermine what it is. Um, I, there's another thing about it as well, which you, you would all see. You don't have to roll for it. There are eight dull gems on the lid in a straight line. Okay. Mm, I still open it. <laughs> 
So physically with your hand? Yeah, I'm just gonna open it with my hand. Oh, what? What's the cantrip? What? What are you doing with it? Um, with, I can open doors and unlock things. Oh, with the cantrip? Yeah. So without touching it, just magically. Yeah. Okay. Um, that doesn't do anything. Alright. Like it, it rattles slightly, but nothing happens. The cantrip won't open it. I can try the charm again. Should I just no. use my hands? Mm, no. That feels like a bad idea. I'm gonna do it. Use. <laughs> Okay. The use a weapon. No, I hold gonna... my axe out, so no. I don't have to touch it. Okay, can I do an insight check on this thing? I'm mostly curious Just about these it. gems. Just do it. Logistics <laughs> of these gems. I reckon there's a system. Okay, yep. Like a button system. That's, button. My, that's my theory. Okay, four, five, six, seven. 17. All right, so, um, yes, th- there is definitely... You, you would have the insight to realise that it's... Like, it doesn't look decorative. They're in a line. Mm. And they're near the lock. So it's not particularly aesthetically pleasing. It's not symmetrical. It's not matched on the other side. There are no other gems. Mm. Um, So your insight as a smart enough adult elf would say that it is part of the opening mechanism in some way. That said, I don't think you would be able to conceive of a way where it was particularly mechanical. Like it doesn't look like there's any um machinery or obvious signs of like some sort of mechanical mechanism there can i do an arcana check yeah um 13 um you you would definitely get the vibe that there is some sort of supernatural element to this chest there's more to it than it seems there's some sort of um illusionary thing happening with this chest Oh, I'm going to put on my goggles. My goggles that show you the truth. Yep. Okay. What do I see through them? So you notice something that you hadn't noticed before about the chest. That there's this kind of movement about it. If you took off the goggles, the movement would stop immediately and it would be an inanimate object. But with the goggles on, the goggles that show you the truth you see that the lid is slowly heaving up and down. It's like it's breathing. It's like the chest is alive. Okay, stand back, guys. I'm going to blow this thing up. <laughs> okay. Solid. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going to help. Are you going to use magic missile? Um, actually, I think my biggest one is Scorching Ray. So let's do that. Okay. You can throw some magic missiles. Yeah, I'm going to just throw a magic missile at it at the same cool. time. All right. So I'm going to do my thing. Yep. And I got a 20. Very good. Oh, hang on. So who's going first? Wait, if you do we have to roll initiative? Well, Suzanne pretty much called it first, so let's do that first. Okay, uh, my roll was a bit shit. Um, I've got 11. No, so you... Does mean... it have armor? Yes. Okay, so that is fucked. It, gla- it glances off it. All right. Are you still wearing the goggles? Yes. Um, th- this sort of rhythmic movement that it was doing stops... And there's almost this feeling like the chest has become alert and readied itself. Mm-hmm. All right, Plank, light it up. <clears throat> One, <laughs> three. How close are you, Plank? Six. Now, bear in mind, this isn't a massive... I only do nine damage with all three. Okay, how close are you, though? I'm, like, next to the bust. All right, so... You, the, the, Two that's... meters? Yeah, yeah, that's probably about right. Okay, um, so yes. So what sort of damage is that? Um, each eye hits creature, force damage. Just force, yep. And how, sorry, it was nine? Yeah. 
Okay, so um, it hits the chest and now all of you see it. Its mouth opens, it's got um, teeth inside, it's got a large lolling tongue and it starts angrily, like it doesn't move from its position but it starts sort of snapping its lid angrily towards you, Plank. Does and it have a stack of tiny legs? <laughs> no, it doesn't. No? <laughs> it's not the luggage? It, no, it's not the luggage. Damn. All right, never mind. We're not on dick world. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's, it snaps a way to kill my fucking mojo <laughs> when I was being extra spooky. <laughs> to a Terry Pratchett reference <laughs> for all the nerds that live in. That's more important than creating a spooky Oh, you know there would be an awful lot of people who would think of the same thing. Carry on. No, well, that's for fucking mimic. Dungeons and Dragons, dickhead. <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, it snaps towards you um, and Shirley appears in the mirror and, get, and he says, Stop! Don't do it! Don't attack it! Are you crazy? Shut up, Shirley. Shall I pull I? out my whip. If I'm you like, destroy it, you will destroy the treasure as well. It will be all gone. It's Good. trying to kill us, Shirley. You shot a fucking thing at it, dickhead. My bad. <laughs> my bad, Shirley. I jump behind the desk to put some something between us. <laughs> a magic mouth. Appears on the bust of Solomon Brumby. <laughs> Why must everything talk? And he says, Hello, adventurers. I'm afraid that Sausage Face Shirley is right this time. You destroy the treasure chest and you destroy my treasure, and then I guess no one will have it. <laughs> I punch his corpse in the back of the head. Fine. <laughs> I shoot a magic missile at the bus. Does it do anything? <laughs> no, like you're just, just, you're just punching, punching a, a corpse. They <laughs> <laughs> get your hand infected with gooey corpse. Does it go through his skull? Guys, you're not that. You're not. You're not that tough, Plank. <laughs> I'm afraid that's a little too late, my haunt friend. Ho 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 ho! Hard to talk without a mouth. No, I've got a magic mouth. I, <laughs> Cast it myself. Just uh-huh. one of the many curious things you will find in my haunted bakery. <laughs> I shot a magic missile at that bust. The bust should be in pieces. There's no, nothing to attach no, to the mouth too. It's too tough. It's a real strong bust. It's stone. Magic missile wouldn't blow up stone. Okay, okay. Look, <laughs> how much damage does your magic missile do? <laughs> okay. Um, I need that, thank you very much. <laughs> I have to roll to see. You have to roll a 100. Four, five. All right, 13. It hit. 13 damage, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you reckon the hit points is of a solid marble <laughs> bust? How big is this thing? It'll just fall apart at the joints. Okay, little bits break off it. There's no joy. Look, even if it tips over, the magic mouth is just hovering in front of where his mouth was before. That's the key bit. Okay. Okay. All right, that happens. If it's not actually attached, then we're done here. Oh, don't cop an attitude with me, little elf. I'm 
if you anything if you stuff. want to solve my puzzle and get my treasure you will have to do a little bit more than that <laughs> for i have <laughs> Cursed the treasure and protected it with a very special combination. Mm. Are you curious to know what I did and how smart I am, even though I'm dead, but I'm being very smart from beyond the grave? <laughs> We're yes. very busy people. No, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> To open my chest, you must light up the eight gems by speaking the eight true names of the people who invented my most famous money-making bakery ideas. Surely. But you will never get the list of names because I hid it <laughs> on my person in a very special place that you will never find. I pull his pants down. <laughs> okay, so you pull his pants down at the front and the so-called stiffy is actually a scroll of paper. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad that happened because I was about to put my hand up his butt. <laughs> 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 like, don't check the pockets first or anything? No. <laughs> I guess a point to you, horned one, but you'll still, you'll never get the eight days by sunrise. <laughs> I've got them. <laughs> We're literally holding them. Are you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I open it. Yeah. Yep. it says, and the paper says, it says, sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> it says finger buns. It says donut balls. It says bear claws. It says brownies. It says mini quiche. It says spotted dick. And it says fairy bread. You'll never guess the true names you have until dawn. I'm Solomon Brumby. And the mouth disappears. Well, thank fuck for that. Mouth returns. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> mouth disappears. All right, so you have the list of the eight famous bakery things, but you don't have the full names of the people that created them. Okay. That's your challenge. What are you going to do next? Let's call Shirley back. Yeah, she'll know all eight people. <laughs> well, I have, I have a feeling like um, the, the first letter rolls. of each thing is a name. Probably. So I would assume Sausage Rolls is Shirley. It just, could be Sausage And her name dick. is Sausage Face. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Oh, Sausage, <gasps> sausage Face Shirley. We better confirm that for you. Okay. She might be sensitive, so just... Yeah. So are you going to try and say that to the chest? Sausage sure. face, Shirley. Or just... Yeah, we'll just go... I think we need a full name. Yeah, nothing happens. Okay. I go up to the mirror. Shirley, Shirley, Shirley. She pops up. <gasps> <laughs> well, once you've been scared, you're immune. You don't have to roll again. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. So um, you're immune to that. And, uh, yeah, little chunk... Face chunks fall off. She starts to, like... Um, Try and hold her face together, and she's like, So now you know the dark secrets of the haunted bakery. You we need have just your told help. Us, we don't. We don't know any secrets. <laughs> oh, I've been dead for so long. I'm sorry, love, but my memory fails me. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you create sausage rolls? 
Well, yes, I believe so. I, I remember a day when the uh, baker's table was busy. So, you know, I took my pastry over by the slicer. And um, I think it was banana muffin day and somebody must have left a banana peel or something because the next thing I know, I slip and I plant face first into the slicer. Bits and pieces everywhere. I run into the toilets trying to put my poor old face together and what do I find out? That prick, Solomon Brumby, has rolled up the pastry with my face bits in it, put it in the oven. The next thing we know... Sausage rolls everywhere. What a disgrace. You see what I mean? We've got to put an end to this. <laughs> Planks just taking a moment. <laughs> just like... Think about all the sausage rolls he's eaten. <laughs> <sighs> all right, Shirley, what was your surname? Oh, uh, my surname. That's a tricky one, love, because everybody's called me Sausage Face Shirley for so long. Oh, my name badge, of course. She pats her left breast, the top of her left breast, and uh, looks... That was very specific. Looks shocked. Looks shocked for a moment. I'm just taking that in. I'm just getting a feel for that. I'm just putting myself inside the Shirley. Putting it's my, a very specific my fetish. Putting the meat in that big old pastry. Um, and she looks at you and goes, my, my name badge is gone. It's, it's lodged in the slicer. Mm. Right. G'day, you've got small hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay. <clears throat> All right, let's go investigate this slicer. Mm, we need to talk to that girl in the toilet as well. Yeah. All right, so you're heading out of the office into the main bakery area, sure. yeah. which is, is where the slicer will be. Okay. Um, just as you're heading out, from the display table, which the bust was formerly on before that incredibly powerful <laughs> magic missile just blew it into a million billion pieces. That's right. Um, the drawer of the display table, the top drawer, starts to rattle and continues to rattle. You can keep moving or you can investigate mm. whatever you want. This, this is I'm putting together a spooky smorgasbord for you guys. You do whatever the fuck you want. Well, there's probably I, another ghost in there. I'm going to investigate it because I know I'm about to have to stick my hand in the slicer and I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> it's all right. I'm carrying a very long stick. I can poke things. The immovable rod. Ayo. <laughs> all right, so good day. We can use it to block the door. <laughs> <laughs> we can, if we just put the rod over the bakery, then nothing would ever come out again. I love the immovable rod so much. It's like an immovable dome <laughs> entertainment center. All right. So, um, yes, the, the drawer's rattling. As mm-hmm. you get closer, g'day, it stops. But mm-hmm. you hear a weird sort of flapping sound. Is this another thing I can adopt? Oh, okay. I'm going to open it up. Okay, the drawer flies to... It's one of those things, as soon as you touch it, you feel the force of the drawer opening along mm-hmm. with you. And um, inside, there is a small rectangle of board. And pinned to it is the skeleton of a fairy. Aww. And its skeletal wings are kind of flapping, cracking against the thing, trying to get out. Well, I'm going to pull it, 
Pull it off. Pull the pins. Yeah. You're going to pull off a fairy? Are you going to pull it off, Quinn? <laughs> I'm going to set it free. Why didn't you pull off while she sets it free? <laughs> Describe to me how, <laughs> what your character does. Just shut out the other two. It's just, <laughs> it's just you and me. <laughs> I unbuttoned my pants. Fact, like, um, this is one of those things where I'm going to ask you two to just go into the other room for a minute. No, okay. So you, you, you pull out the pins. There's this like little sigh of relief comes out of this tiny skull. And then the little skeletal fairy flaps up into the air above the, um, the, the display case and tries to catch its lack of actual breath. Um, can it talk? Are you going to say something to it? I'm going to say, did you used to work here? <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> oh, fairy bread. <laughs> Don't you... say that in front of me. That's so very, very offensive. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm better off back on that board. Oh. We can put you back. Don't listen to her. I'll put you back. <laughs> Into what? <laughs> yeah, into the twat that you came from. <laughs> Did you used to work here? <laughs> um, oh gosh, it's been so long. Uh, yes, I guess I did. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, it's horrible. So horrible. What's your name? Uh, uh, I know what you're up to. I, I don't feel comfortable with that. My, my name's... No, no, I won't do it. That's a long name. Um, I'm not up to anything. I'm just trying to have a conversation. I don't know your name. Rude. You're oh, rude. That was rude. <laughs> Let's try that this That was again. rude. I'm so sorry, Miss Fairy. Why don't you come down here and have a nice conversation with me? What do you want to know? I just want to... How long have you been in that drawer? That's not fair. I, I barely remember. I, I know that... That one day I got knocked down by a heavy loaf and my colourful dust went all over the bread and, and Brumby, the monster, he thought it was delicious. He enslaved me, he kept me here and he would squeeze the dust out of me all the time for his Aww. nefarious baking. Oh, it's awful. I'm going to use persuasion to convince her that we're all there to help her. Okay. Um, DC... Let's say uh, 12. 13. What? Okay. <laughs> We're here to help you. Why don't you come down, Come sit on my shoulder? You'll find the treasure? Yes, and we'll give it to your family. You'll give it to my little fairy family? Yes, of course we will. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just, I've been in there so long. It's all so much. Well, now you're with us and everything's fine. But we do need to know your name. Just so we know what to call you. Because it'd be very rude to keep referring to you as Miss Fairy. I'll tell you my name on one condition. Okay. What's that? I'm tired of having things squeezed out of me for other people's profit. You make me a sandwich out of things that are squeezed out of you and then we'll talk. And then she flies down <laughs> into the drawer and it slams shut. Plank on Bugs' parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone gave me some bread. Oddly enough, I don't think there's any bread in here. But let's. let's... You're in the office, remember? Yeah, exactly. We but are I mean, in the bakery. How... Yeah, but. We can make some that bread. That bread is like old in like a week. Like, how long has this place been 
like <clears throat> dilapidated. True. All right. Should we go to the slicer? <laughs> She's yes. going to stay in the drawer. Yeah. She'll be here when like, I get back. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I feel All like right. if the slicer doesn't work out, we're going through old mate's drawers. We're trying to find some book or something like that. That's right? cool. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of employment register. Yeah, because these bitches don't want to tell us their names. Well, how about this? <laughs> I'm in here. There's some kind of like fancy filing cabinet, maybe, somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a desk. Okay. You know who would know all this stuff? Wenzo. He knows how to run a business. Yeah. <laughs> he knows all about uh, administration. <laughs> that is one of his uh, proficiencies, yes. Uh, if only look, we could contact him. Look, let, why don't you just let me have a shot at it first? Okay. Yeah. Are we going to try this first and then we'll go to the slicer? How about I have a look in the office and you go out to the main area and... Yeah, because um, what we should do in a haunted slicer. bakery is split off. <laughs> yeah, but we're like literally just across from each other. Leave the door open. Fine. <sighs> fine. Okay, you're the one by yourself. That's fine. With, <laughs> so sorry. With the chest that's trying I'm to I'm here people. with an antisocial fairy. I'll be fine. <laughs> so we're going to stay with the fairy who's in the drawer. Mm-hmm. And Plank and G'day, you're going out into the dark main bakery area to look at the slicer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, before they go, I give them my quarter staff okay. so they can use that. You should probably keep your weapon. Well, I don't use it to hit anything. Give us the immovable bro. <laughs> yeah, I love that. We can solve any problem. Okay, yeah. I, no, I give the immovable bro to them. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so. I expect it back. Planking a day, you go back through the office door into the dark bakery area. Plank, you can see. I have a cantrip called Produce Flame. Okay. Which I use. Uh, it creates a bright light for 10 feet and a dim light for 20 feet. Um, is that something that stays? Yeah, it just kind of lingers in my hand. Oh. Until I get rid of it or I can use it as a weapon. That's fine. Or I can use a light cantrip and light up the immovable. It's one of those things, Mackenzie. As okay. soon as you detach yourself from the group, you want to be <laughs> really involved in the group. Would you just I'm, like to go with them? I'm contrary like that. Okay, you're not there. <laughs> Was that a ghost dice? Yes. A ghost just stole my a dice. A ghost Sorry. just threw at the poltergeist. What did it roll? This is the, it was the percentage. spookiest spookaroo ever. Yeah. All right. Go on. Off you go. All right. So we've got Plank's Flame. Yeah. So a bright light for 10 feet. Okay. So you can see now as well. Good day. And you see that um, pretty much to the left of you, when you walk out the door of the office, there is a bench, which has a bit of working space. And then it has the large mechanical slicer. Now, of course, there's no electricity in Fantasy Australia. This is something that is hand-cranked. It's a lot of gears and cogs and stuff Mm -hmm. and rows of very frightening blades uh, at the top and um, encrusted old blood. Can I put, don't laugh, the immovable rod in one of the holes of the gears so it doesn't turn on while my hands are there. I don't think that's how the immovable rod works. <laughs> For once, does that how is that how it works? You know, it's funny you said that, Blank, because I actually think this is the first time where that, that probably is how the immovable rod works. I know you've tried to, like, close down an entire stadium, like a, a huge sports arena with the immovable rod. I know you guys have tried to block... A portal? Portals, doorways, all that sort of thing. But I think sticking this thing in between the blades of a machine actually <laughs> is probably... In fact, I'm going to give you a point. Have you got a point of inspiration? No. You have now. Oh, my God. 
All I'm right. never using it because it's memorial. Look, look, look at Mackenzie's size. <laughs> She's like, this is my rod. It's fucking favoritism. Favoritism is what it is. With my point of inspiration. I'm, do I get a point of inspiration for guarding this drawer? <laughs> You'll get there, Mackenzie. Don't worry. I wish... Oh. You've got a plus seven withering look. <laughs> it's been brewing for a long time. It has it been, been brewing a for a long time. Seven. All right, in a flash of inspiration, G'day, mm-hmm. you ram the rod into the blades, and as you do that, the machine rattles to life. It's like bouncing around like a broken old washing machine. It's alive, it's possessed, it wants to fucking tear apart your face with its spinning blades but as soon as the blades hit that rod it stops oh god and it's straining and it's moving (laughs) you can feel like the anger and heat radiating off this inanimate object but those blades will not turn any further (laughs) once they bite into that rod it is stuck okay i still want to get it done as quickly as possible yeah no so is this a situation where like plank's just gonna like you hold my feet and there's a lower me. You're going to lower you head first into the slicer. Yeah. Can you kick it over? So that like, is the ultimate trust exercise. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I'll hold you by one foot. Okay. And I hold you over. And for just like hold me over the top first so I can make sure I can see the badge. Yeah, okay. Do perception yeah. check for me. Okay. G'day. Uh, it's just a 10. Oh, 11. Yes, you see an unusual glint amongst all the um, dried blood and offal. Certainly, down there is a small rectangular object which is just glinting at Plank's flame. Okay. I need a magnet. Do I, should I like roll for acrobatics or something like that? Or are we just going to lower me in and hope that I don't die? I think like you've, you've, Solve the puzzle. Okay. You, you've stopped the we blades. You've found the thing. I'm just <clears throat> very nervous, but let's we'll do it anyway. You reach in, you grab it, and I assume, Plank, you just whip her straight back out. So fast. And there you go. Mackenzie, not Mackenzie, G'day, you have the name badge in your little palm. Get your my cute, back, please. Your cute little palm. What does it say? Shitly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else on there? No, it just says shitly. <laughs> Shirley, shitly, beautiful. Oh, is that? No, I thought it was. It said shitly instead of Shirley. I thought her name was Shirley Shitly. Well, let's go try both. Okay. Cool. So um, it's a very short journey back to the office because the, Can we the get slicer the rod out? was just. Yep, you take the rod out, and this thing um, wants to attack. But it's off. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> okay, so it's it, it's just rattling and gnashing and sort of bouncing around like a like I said like an uneven washing machine. As you guys head back into the office. Mm-hmm. You walk back in, uh, you're reunited with Mackenzie, who is doing a very good job at guarding this drawer. I wasn't guarding the drawer. What were you doing? I was looking through for, like, an employment Oh, okay, Let's, should we do that little bit of... In- yes, please. Okay, so we'll do that side thing as you guys did that. Yep. Okay, what's the closest thing for paperwork here? Um, I think investigation will be investigation? fine. Investigation? Yeah, okay. I think it's athletics. DC 10. Totally athletics. Okay, um... 
That sucked. I got 11. Well, that's enough. That's more than 10. Okay. That's good. Um, you do indeed, like your time with Wenzo, even though I don't think you appreciate him fully, it's <laughs> rubbed off on you and you've gotten oh some administration skills. So you're I, able to... I want Wenzo rubbing off on me. Just like someone uh, like doing really elite Google foo, you're able to evaluate what's important and what's not and you find the employee records. Sweet. They've been shredded. Motherfucker. <laughs> they're, they're just an absolute mess. They're, they're, you can't make out... Any names, all the names have been torn out. But it was once stored here. So that was a good um, idea on your part. All right, she throws it to the floor and sets it alight. Do do you want to set a fire in here? Sure. (laughs) Would you... I just Okay, I'm going to let you do it. You can do whatever you want. But I'm just going to ask one more question. Would you... You're in this situation. You know what your mission is. You know what your character is. Do you want to start a fire in this room? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Shut up. What's the floor made of? I've already got one in my hands. Um, t- tile. It's you... on tile, then yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. It's a book, like it's going to burn and then... Alright, you set it alight. Sure. And it burns, mm. and then the fire fizzles out. Yeah. So, that dead air was brought to you by Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> that unnecessary complication was brought to you by a drunk DM. <laughs> And we're outside in here and we go, I'm drop me st- now, drop me now. I'm going to start Probably a I fire. I rolled three for edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mackenzie is plus 10 to edgelord. <laughs> Thank you very much. So as you light a fire and you feel very um, great at uh, battling and defeating this bit of paperwork, <laughs> um, Plank and G'day run in <clears throat> with this new bit of information. All so, right. I'm going to walk up to the chest and go, Shirley Shitley. The first gem lights up. <laughs> Shirley, guess what? You didn't Shirley? say it three times. You didn't say it three times. Oh. <laughs> Shirley, Shirley, Shirley. Yes? We found your last name. You found my last name, You love. don't want to know. What is it? Something fancy, I bet. Something <laughs> noble. Oh, well, like uh, Shirley Cleopatra. <laughs> it is. That's exactly That's it. what it is. Oh, I knew it. And then she spits. Good on. All right. <laughs> Now, all right, maybe our next bet is to discuss this further with Dwarf Ghost. I have a quick idea I want to run past you guys first. Sure, yeah. I push the corpse off the desk. Oh, no, sorry. The corpse is laying on the floor in front of the desk. Oh, sweet. Mm. I throw all the papers off the desk. (laughs) Yep, you do. I lie down. Mm -hmm. I ask both of you to lay on top of me. Why? (laughs) Now I'm going to leave the room. (laughs) (laughs) To make a sandwich. Why? For the fairy. I don't want to be eaten by a fairy. I feel like it's going to be some sexy eating. (laughs) No, fine. All right, you know what? Do you think she was serious? We'll just go find some bread. (laughs) I feel like that's going to be easier and... um... Hang on, no, this is conceptual. What? I don't want to shit on what Plank's doing here. (laughs) He's talking about basically... Bear in mind that you are different races, but like a human sandwich. Sandwich, yeah. So um, putting a bit of yourself into the sandwich. Yeah. Okay. The sandwich is made I'm of I'm down ice. as long as I can be on top. Yeah. Because I'm the smallest. Yeah, all right. Oh, what are you in for this, Mackenzie? You're the middle. <laughs> uh, no, I would have to be at the bottom. Why? Hang on. Uh, don't you have to be in the middle? No. No, I'm pretty She just stocky. said any of us make a sandwich. Oh, yeah, ourselves. okay. For some reason it was... Directed at a plank. Um, yeah, from, yeah, whatever. 
Where I'm only like it? 40 kilos of my Alright, so what's the order here? I'm on the bottom. Face up or face down? <laughs> face on the face bottom. Face up. <laughs> okay. Face up. Who's next? Mackenzie. Face up or face down? Face up. I'm all elbows. I'm Plank's a butt guy anyway. So. Okay. <laughs> yep. And then G'day. I'm face down. Okay, yes. Are you like face level with Mackenzie? Yeah, I'm like breathing on her. <laughs> Can you please roll for scissoring? <laughs> a what? <laughs> Sorry. I just... Whoa. Oh. Roll and, the uh, fucking halitosis check. I had the strangest dream. <laughs> so, um, now, yeah. Save it for the patron. I right. put a hand out and cantrip. I use my cantrip to open the draw. Okay, yes. Right? Right. <laughs> and then the fairy comes out. Oh, well. <laughs> well, that's not up to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mate. After all this effort, the fairy must come out. So the draw opens and there's a pause. And the three of you are just... Are you going to hold it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the pause continues. Are you going to hold it? Yeah. Yes. A little skull <laughs> pokes up over the drawer and looks. And then ducks back down. Then you hear some hollow little giggling. <laughs> and then two, like, two sets of little bony fingers go over the drawer and the little skull pops up again. And you hear it... <laughs> <laughs> and then it pokes up and, and then the, the little fairy skeleton says that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> you guys are so fucking ridiculous oh I wish cameras had been invented because you guys look fucking stupid oh my god oh oh yes it's enough it's enough yeah it's enough oh, oh I'm just I just, I've been humiliated for so long. I'm so glad to see you guys humiliated beyond belief. <laughs> My name is Cinnamon Shadowberry. Shadowberry? Yes. <laughs> you guys are fucking stupid. And then they close the drawer and disappears. All right. Say it to the chest. Cinnamon Shadowberry. You say cinnamon shadow berry to the chest. Shat a berry. <laughs> like, did you say, what did you say to the chest? Her name. <laughs> you said shat a berry? It flickers for a moment. <laughs> and then it stops. I wrote down shat a berry as well. <laughs> That's my wrote. I, I, I wrote shatter berry, like since something shatters. Oh. Like, so. And then. <laughs> I feel like. The little skull pops day. out. Cinnamon <laughs> Shadow Berry. I'm sorry, our DM has very poor diction. <laughs> I think he's doing a really good job. <laughs> All right. I will try over. that again. I walk over. Cinnamon Shadow Berry. The eighth gem lights up. So now gem number one, gem number eight are now. both lit up. All right. Should we go to the bathroom? Okay. Yeah, well, we know there's a ghost in there. Oh, mate, see? I elbow plank on my way off the desk. You know what? Harden the belly. The second gem lights up. You've got six left. I hate to do this. I hate to be a big cocktail, but I think that's the end of the episode. I think we're going to worry about the other six next week on our... How did it light up? 13. Because you said Shadowberry. He's, he's mentioned it happening twice. To, uh, to build. Right. The... Oh, you mean the second. Okay. I'm recapping because it's the end. I thought you meant 
the number two gem. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, our, two, and our eight. DM have has up. very poor diction. And we stay in this position until next week's episode. We stay in the same. Yeah, we do because like we're going to record it in a minute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but a week long sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to fucking build some. Okay. Sorry. Sense sorry. Of occasion here. It's Spookaroo. Ooh. You guys have just unlocked. Oh, so the magic mouth appears. Let's do that. The magic mouth appears. And Solomon Brumby and goes, Yes, well, it seems you have unlocked two of my gems. But there's six left to go before you are cursed forever in my haunted bakery. <laughs> Will you succeed? Tune in next time, dear listener, to find out. Or is that fine? Ghost Devil Pumpkin! <laughs> so next week, it's episode 13. That's the spookiest one you can imagine, even though it's in the first week of November and Halloween's already finished. But, yeah, fuck, will they do it? Will our heroes open the chest? Will you? I hope so. Probably. There's a lot of missions you haven't Obviously. actually succeeded in, so... That's you know, not true. <laughs> no, it is true. Um, <laughs> All right. You killed babies. That's true. So, um, there you go, guys. How are you enjoying your first Spookaroo together? So spooky. It's quite a festive occasion. I'm so excited. It's pretty good. <clears throat> not what I expected, not going to lie. <laughs> Better or worse? Better. Be honest. Better. Better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is a good one. I feel like we're... There's you know, been an awful lot of body horror. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. Are you just talking about the human sandwich? Well, oh, I'm just talking too. about what I'm seeing around the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> Zing you guys. All right, so thanks everybody for listening. Please go to fruitlesspursuits.com to find out everything else we're doing. You will find that we do a lot of podcasts and even podcasts that we're not doing currently. You can find the archives of there, like uh, Book Was Better, Scar Joe Go Go, all that bullshit, Half Hour History, FP Cast. You will also find links to iTunes, Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever the fuck else you get your podcast from. And please also support us on Patreon. Now, we're going to do a fun thing for Patreon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do some side adventures, some smaller side adventures. And I'm not going to DM them. This is the chance for you guys to take control. I'll play Wenzo in these adventures. And you can do whatever you want. So if you guys would like to hear that. And, and we need a, like a little bit of a, a Patreon push uh, to, to justify this for you guys to like go yeah we're keen we want to support this we love this show let's hear some side stuff so um, please do that uh, you'll find the link to our Patreon on any of the Dungeons and Drogos posts on FP uh, on uh, fruitlesspursuits.com and um, what else would you guys like to plug what sorts of crazy things are you guys doing uh, you can find me on Twitter at hog sandwich all one word come and chat to me I'm there far too often I have Instagram, um, but you should know that because you should have listened to every other episode of this. <laughs> True. So, no, I don't want your follows. <laughs> and I'm on Instagram at Paris Burns, where I post photos like everyone else, but they're better. Yes, this is true. true. Yeah. The Fruitless Pursuits is on Instagram too, so come and find us. And um, yeah, thank you. And we'll catch you next week for some crazy spookaroo. Can we get the catchphrase, but can we get a spooky version of it? Wagadoo! <laughs>